Hey guys, welcome back to the Everyday Armor podcast. Today we're going to be talking about dating apps. Now, I've used dating apps. Most of my friends have all used dating apps. My sister and one of my best friends both found their significant others from dating apps. And in fact, one of my good friend's sister, she actually just got married and she had met him on a dating app. Over 40 million Americans use dating apps to meet people. So truly now it's one of like the most prominent ways that people go about finding relationships. So we want to look at just some things to kind of be aware of to stay safe. Now, I want to start by saying that I've not always been the safest with dating apps, and I will give you three examples. Number one, I invited somebody to my apartment one time, and he ended up actually having um, a felony. I did a background check after he left because things just weren't adding up, felt a little weird, found out he had a felony. Number two, what was the other one? Oh, I went on a night hike with this guy. I don't know why I thought this would be a good idea. And honestly, I was dreading this date. So I was like, I just don't even want to be in public. I probably shouldn't invite him over. Not that that didn't stop me in the future, but I definitely went on a night hike. We got beer and went on a hike. That is just like probably, not even probably, it's definitely a horrible idea. I highly don't recommend. Um, I'm trying to think. There was one other example of a time. Oh, and then I also, and this is just kind of more of a broad thing, but I like let them pick me up in their cars. I don't know. I just have such a weird thing about meeting people in person in public for like the first time. It's just so awkward. So I'm now in a relationship. I don't use them anymore, but I've had some very interesting stories. That being said, there are definitely some things to, to really be aware of. Now, I will say with any of those situations where I did maybe go on a night hike or let them pick me up or invite them to my home. I really did do my due diligence. I will say the guy with the felony, it like wasn't as bad as it sounds. I think he had done something like gotten into a fight when he was like 18 or something. Beside the point, there are some things that you can do to feel more safe in these situations. So that's what we're going to kind of cover today. We're going to go over 10 different tips to feel more safe and confident using dating apps. Number one Use different photos for your dating profile than social media. It can be easy to find you. Now, I'll be super honest. I definitely will cross-reference. And I honestly, even like when I use them, hooked up my Instagram to it. So if it makes you feel more safe, you can definitely do this. If you don't want to be found on social media accounts, really also highly recommend not using your first and last name. Number two, watch out for suspicious profiles. This is unfortunately such a hard thing to do but there are so many fake accounts out there and I know nobody thinks it's going to happen to them until it does. Some things that you can kind of look for is number one once you go which will be one that we talk about in just a second but once you go find somebody on the internet if you're finding that like any information on the profile doesn't add up that is a huge red flag. I know that a lot of people will say to keep all your communication like on the dating app. To be super honest, I didn't do that because I liked to check and see if their area code was like from somewhere that they've supposedly lived. So that's kind of something you can check. Also, look to see if they have any social media accounts linked on their profiles. If they only have one picture or if they like just have three photos and it's just their face, there's no responses. These might also kind of be a red flag. Just other things, not even like safety-wise to look for, but I mean, 
let's be honest, girls, if we are seeing lots of gym selfies, even just mere selfies, there's all these pictures of muscles or like the one where they're kind of pulling down that like, what's it called? The, what's like the little, like the V line? Like, you know what I'm talking about? And they're like showing that and it's like, oh, you're almost seeing something you shouldn't be seeing. Inappropriate, right? And they probably don't have the best of intentions. One thing I always looked for was making sure that I always saw pictures of them with other people. If I saw, actually, I will say that's not entirely true because the guy that ended up having the felony and he was just like, we had decent conversation, but he was just a weird guy. Like you could tell there was just something off and he was like 30 years old and washing windows. And I know that there are some suspect people that wash windows, not to generalize that, but like some, they they don't really do background checks on people, which is strange because they do send them into people's homes. But besides the point, he ended up like he only really had pictures of himself and he didn't really have a ton of friends. And that just to me is something that's really important. And if you're not showing photos with other people, it might've been easier for you to go find those pictures offline and then just upload them to an account. So always check for that. If you see that, you know, really, really look at the photos because they might look like the same person, but not be the same person. So be really careful about the pictures. Like like you have to think about the fact that the photos you're seeing, the prompts that they're answering, that's the way they're choosing for people to see them, right? Like they're trying to get something from women and this is what they're putting on their account to get whatever they want. So just keep that in mind when you're looking, right? Just you know, and if, even if you see some of these red flags and you're like, okay, maybe I'm going to give them a chance, right? Look at how the conversation goes from that profile. And then, you know, use your brain, use your gut and, and trust what you're feeling. If they don't have any prompts, if they hardly have any information, right? Just be weary of these things on their profiles. Number three, I cannot stress this enough. Look at their social media look up them up online, Google their names, try to find them online. If you cannot find somebody online, something is probably off. Like in this day and age, there is a public trace of just about every single human being, whether that's high school athletic records or college awards. You know, there's so many news articles that are put out about little things that you probably don't even realize. It's so important to check these things. So Google them, look at their social media, Never go on a date with someone who does not have any kind of social media or trace on the internet. Like, truly cannot stress that enough. And look for mutual photos. Make sure they have enough followers that they, maybe they don't post a ton, but make sure they at least have some posts. They have tagged photos. They might have posts, but they might have all been from maybe the last two months. If they have no tagged photos, I would be very weary of going on a date with this person. It could be a catfish. It could be really sketchy. And this goes for men and women. There was actually a true crime story I listened to where this guy thought that he was meeting up with a girl. He went to pick her up and goes into the garage and it was like some guy that ended up killing him. So, I mean, such an extreme example, but this happens to men too. So just really be careful. Make sure you can find them online. Try to legitimize the site that you're seeing and just cross-reference information that you're finding. If their profile says they are from Monroe, Washington, that's where I'm from, okay, you go on social media and you see they're graduating from a high school that isn't Monroe, Washington, and that 
they never have any photos linked back to that place, like, I'm a little sketched out, right? If they say they went to XYZ college and there's no trace of that college or, you know, anywhere in that area on their social media, be a little sketched out about that, right? And we're looking for logical answers to these questions and do not think you're overthinking or being hypervigilant. Like you want to make sure that you're crossing your T's and dotting your I's, especially when it comes to meeting up with a complete stranger, most likely by yourself. Next we have just, you know, be weary of the personal information that you're going to share. I've definitely shared different things, you know, talking to people. Again, you know, don't totally follow my footsteps. Sometimes I do have this bad, you know, idea that nothing bad's going to happen to me and I'm a little overconfident in my abilities. So, you know, but just just be careful. Like obviously don't sh- don't share passwords, don't share bank account information. I mean, I'd would really hope that you're not getting to that stage ever while talking to somebody, especially a first encounter. But, you know, don't share your routine. Don't share, I like to go to XYZ workout class at this time. I like to go to, you know, I have class at this time. I have work at this time at this place. Just be really careful of sharing routine. Even if they know some of that more personal information, like where you work, what you do for a living, most of the time they could find that if they went to your LinkedIn, right? So, just share share information, be careful about sharing your routine because that's really where you're more at risk. Number five, don't respond to requests for financial help. Like, I mean, you have to use your common sense here. And I know that there was that whole Tinder swindler thing, right? So people try to gain your trust. Like they go in with that intention, right? If anybody's ever asking you for large sums of money, say no. You just never know. And again, this is where we can make confrontation less confrontational by just lying. Like, I'm so sorry. I I can't because of XYZ. I, I'm saving up for a trip. I'm saving up for a house. I My bank won't let me take out that much. You know, whatever the excuse is and get away from that person because nobody, especially in the beginning stages of a dating app, you shouldn't be asking for that kind of stuff. They should know that that's very wrong. And if you've never even met this person, they're asking for for financial help, report them, unmatch them, block them, all the things. Number six, try and FaceTime before you meet in person. So I'm actually going to have my sister come on at some point on the podcast and talk about her first meetup with her boyfriend. (laughs) Just to give you a little summary, they were living in different states, like two states away from each other. And I remember the first time she told me she was going to go meet him, which I I don't want to spoil too much because I really want you guys to hear the full story from her. But basically, you know, they'd matched and she wanted to go meet up with him. She really liked him. And I was a little bit nervous for her, but she did say, no, like we've, we've been FaceTiming for the last, I think it was like a month. So she knew he was a real person. She knew his face matched up with the photos. She found a social media account. So you're making sure that all of these things make sense. And and frankly, if somebody doesn't want to talk on the phone or FaceTime, that in and of itself kind of tells you there's probably something to hide. Even if they think it's a little awkward, if they actually care about going on a date with you, they're going to do that because they probably know you're doing it to make sure that they are who they say they are, right? So look for those red flags. Try to FaceTime, even if it's literally just you know, you can even joke around about it. Like, hey, I just want to make sure you're real, right? Just FaceTime me. Or, and if they try to send a photo, right? Sketched out. You could even, 
And I know that one of my biggest tips is not adding someone on Snapchat because it sends such the wrong signal. But if you just feel so insanely uncomfortable about FaceTime, I hate to even say this, but add them on Snapchat. You know, try to at least verify their face when, you know, they can't just upload a photo so that you make sure they are who they say they are. Number seven, always keep your friends in the loop. This is one thing, though I have done some sketchy shit on dating apps in the past, keep your friends in the loop. My friends have always known where I was. I kept my location on. I told them where I was going. I've even had some things happen while I've been traveling where, not that I was really unsafe, but I've just felt a little uncomfortable. And I, I've texted some of my best friends like, hey, you know, just keep it, keep an eye on my location tonight. If you don't hear back from me by XYZ time, you know, be a little worried. I might be in New York, but <laughs> you'll figure it out, right? Send help my way. So just make sure that they're in the loop. They kind of know what you're doing. I honestly, oh my gosh, back freshman year, was it me? Yeah, I went on a date. Oh my gosh, okay, I went on a date with this guy to Disneyland, which should have been my first red flag. But we go to downtown Disney and we went to Starbucks. And first of all, I I know I'm one of those people, but height is a thing for me. It just, it just is call me superficial. I don't really give a fuck. It's a thing for me. This guy said he was 5'11". Okay. I am 5'4". I meet up with him in the parking lot, which is so awkward, but I'm not kidding you. I think he was shorter than me. Like we're walking and all I can think the entire time was, oh my gosh, I'm taller than you and I'm 5'4". And I literally didn't even wear heels. I was just so uncomfortable. And I was like, how am I going to get through this date? We're trying to talk the whole time. It was it was just bad. He didn't like avocados and like peanut butter. I mean, I'm passionate about both of those. So it was just a no from the get-go. But I brought, was it two or three of my friends? We all drove together. I got out first. I go meet him. They all followed like a ways behind us. And they ended up coming to the same Starbucks and they sat there and watched. And I, I should not have sat facing them because I was like, oh my God, get me out of this situation. I'm so uncomfortable. And I kept making eye contact and it just like at some points I was kind of laughing. He had no idea, but yeah. So if you want, bring your friends with you, keep them in the loop, screenshot their dating app, their profile. So, you know, if you are going on this date, they have pictures to show to somebody if they ever needed to in your worst case scenario. Number eight, I feel like this really goes without saying, but meet in public. I like don't take my advice. Don't go on a night hike with somebody that is really a sketchy idea. Don't invite them to your place of living because if it's weird, they know where you live. To be fair, I did live in an apartment complex, so it was a little safer, but I also lived on the first floor. So try to meet in public. Try to not have them see where you live, even if you've done your due diligence. To kind of go off of this too, if you're trying to meet in public and they keep insisting on like making you dinner or having you to their place. I remember one of my my best girlfriends, she was going on a date with this guy and and I want to say she actually knew him to some extent. And he kept like pushing at her to because he really wanted to like make her dinner. And I can't remember if she even went on the date. I'll have to ask her. But we were like looking up his like this. I don't know if he like owned a business or he works somewhere and it just kind of was in a sketchy area and we were on high alert with this guy. So if you're trying to go to a public place and they're trying to get you away from a public place to meet, you know, in a more secluded area, somewhere that they know well, be weary of that. You really want to try to go places that if anything, you know well that they don't, somewhere they haven't been that's maybe closer to you. So you kind of have the upper hand in that environment. Doesn't matter if it's a restaurant, coffee shop, bar, 
whatever it is, make sure you have people around you somewhere that you've been, you know well, so you know how to respond if something happens. One thing I will say, I like to get there. I See, it's hard because I like to be fashionably late, but I also, if I'm going to meet in public, do like to kind of get there first. Well, first of all, I don't have to be that awkward one coming in, head on a swivel, trying to look around and figure out where they are. But number two, someone can see that you're on a date. You're kind of establishing that, you know, you could even literally tell the bartender, the waiter, just to have an eye out for you, you know, make sure that there's people in your court. Number nine, which just does contradict everything I said, but <laughs> have your own transportation. I know for me, I truly, it is so awkward and uncomfortable to meet up with somebody for the first time in public. And I'm going to tell you, you pro- probably or maybe don't feel that way, but if you do and you agree with me, try to still do it. Like, even if it's just in the parking lot, you can park somewhere, meet up with them, then go inside. It's so much better to do that and not put your safety at risk. I personally, when I would go on these dates, I would let some people pick me up, but it was only people that I really felt extremely, extremely comfortable with. Like, we'd been talking for a bit, we've FaceTimed, I've seen their social media. Most of them were in some sort of law enforcement, so I did trust them a little bit more. I literally found like proof that they were in law enforcement. I mean, full psychopath, but I want to be safe, right? If I know that that's not something that I wanted to do, I didn't want to meet up with them for the first time in public. Like I'm going to research the shit out of you to make sure that I'm safe, right? So with that being said, try to always have your own transportation. I've even had one of my girlfriends actually drop me off on a date one time and picked me up. I think we were having a conversation and we didn't want to end it. So she just drove me. But you know, if that's what you want to do, do that, you know, and don't feel weird telling them. You can go go about it in different ways, right? Oh, I'm going to be coming from XYZ place. I'll just meet you there. Make up those excuses. Life, you need to do the things that are going to make you feel safe and really put you at an advantage to feel confident and empowered on the state and not like you're at risk. Number 10, I know that this is said over and over and over again on this podcast and our classes on our social media trust your gut. If something feels off, if it feels weird, if the person just feels different, do not go on a date with that person. I've had people that I've messaged before that have just continued to message me and message me and message me. Maybe I gave them my phone number and they're texting me and texting me and getting mad at me if I don't respond or finding me on social media and trying to DM me there, responding to every single story. Like there are social norms put in place for a reason. If they're not responding to you like until every three days, that's also a red flag. But if they're texting you every three minutes, that is also a red flag, right? Especially if they don't know you and they're getting like emotional and mad at you, frustrated, something's off there. Trust those things. We are, we are good at interpreting things, but sometimes we are so bad at believing ourselves because we think we're overreacting or we're overthinking something, but truly you know where you feel confident, where you don't feel confident. You know red flags that really don't make you feel safe. So trust those things and always, always, if there is something that goes wrong, especially on a dating app, report it. Document it, report it to the app, block that person, get them away. If someone starts stalking you and it really gets to a more heightened point, document everything. Try to get photos. Try to know where they live. Try to get videos if you can. We're actually going to have a cop on the podcast telling you exactly what to do about stalking, but start off with that, documenting everything. He'll kind of go into 
more of what you can do when it comes to law enforcement and even some more stuff you can do while it's happening. Just to review here really quick all those tips we went over today. Number one, use different photos for your dating profile than social media if it makes you feel safe. Number two, watch out for suspicious profiles. Number three, look at their social media, look them up online, Google the shit out of them, make sure you find a trace of their being. Number four, be weary sharing personal information. Number five, do not respond to requests for financial help. Duh. Number six, FaceTime before you meet in person. Number seven, keep your friends in the loop. Again, going back to number six, if you don't want to FaceTime, at least, I hate to tell you this, but Snapchat, like I really hate Snapchat, especially when you're meeting people that you don't know because it just sends the wrong signal and it gives them so many opportunities to ask for sketchy things, whatever. Number eight, meet in public. Number nine, have your own transportation. Do not rely on your date. I know that I haven't done this one, but I really, really advise you to do it. And number eight, I know I didn't do that. Obviously, no night hikes. Don't invite them into your apartment alone. Number 10, trust your gut. Lean into those things. If it feels off, it very well might be way better to be safe than sorry. Lie if you need to to get out of things. Make up little fibs. Make sure that you feel safe, you feel confident, so you can go out and do these things and be independent. I hope you guys found today's episode helpful. We are going to have one of my friends on the podcast who is going to help me share some more in-depth horror stories that we've had on dating apps and just dating in general. I hope to see you guys in our next episode. I say that a lot, like see you in the next episode, but I mean talk to you. I don't see you. But anyways, if you can rate and review in Apple Podcasts, we greatly appreciate it. Please send to your friends and family. And if you ever have anything you want to hear in the podcast, you have a story to tell, you think somebody would be good to have on, please, please, please go to everydayarmorofficial.com slash podcast and let us know there. Or you can send us a message on Instagram. Talk to you guys next time. Bye.